just celebrated an amazing milestone of the Extra Shot of Leadership podcast. That's right. It was a phenomenal week last week. Yeah. One, One year. year. Woo-woo. Yeah. From the idea. We need some party music for this one. We, I'm, come on. Pump it up. Pump up we're the bass. We're still here. We're still here. <laughs> and we're growing. Yeah. And we're doing good. So let's qualify this. This is not one year from our launch. This is our one-year anniversary of Hey, hey. Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You always say this so well. I love it. <laughs> this is our one-year anniversary from Hey, this is not about work. I repeat. This is not about work. It was a text and it was, I mean, from that day, that text about, hey, maybe we could start a podcast. It has been nonstop and it has been so much fun. It has been so much work in learning and in challenges, but we're here and we're doing it. We're doing it. I mean, did you think from that text we would be at this point I don't know if I would have thought we would have been this far along. No, I would say I would not have thought we would have been this far along, but I would have said, yes, I knew that day we were going to do it. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it's it been a blast. <laughs> yeah. A, a blast. I mean, complete, like, a whole change in focus for me. I really do think about how much TV was I watching prior <laughs> to May 9th of last year, because I think I was watching a little bit too much TV. And this has been a nice reprieve from all of that. I love it. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. I think it helps dig me out of a, I can't find any other word right now, but other than funk, uh, um, it dug me out of this ditch of I was burned out. And this just gave me a new spark of energy, something else to focus on, something positive in my life. And I love it. <laughs> This is when you're like that, Oprah. I love it. This is, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. So when you think about the last year, what I think about is I think about all of the people along the way that have supported us, helped us. But really, truly, I really, I don't know where you're at in all of this, but I feel like we've had some mentors along the way, people who have given us some advice have encouraged us, who have helped us learn. And I am just so grateful for that. So thankful. And I don't think we would be this far along and where we're at today without that mentorship, without those mentors that really gave us some great advice. Man, and this really takes me back to, I mean, very beginning. This is like last June, sitting on the phone, and one of our very first mentors asked us a question. Who is your target audience? Do you remember that? Oh, I remember the response was classic. (laughs) What was the response? It was, we were looking for leaders from 9 to 99. (laughs) And she was like, well, you may want to dial it in a little. Well, she was so good about it, right? For me, what I remember, gusto, right? We've got all of this energy and we're going to put out this podcast and 9.99. I remember her response was kind of like, Okay, so I might encourage you to just <laughs> tighten that up a little bit. So professional. <laughs> so really professional was. without making us feel like y'all are crazy. Come on, y'all. 9 yeah. to 99, <laughs> which she could have easily done. Yeah. And that for me is a one of our other major accomplishments in this last six weeks 
is we have finally dialed that in, Kimberly. We have. We I have mean, dialed it in, and we are. We have got a target audience that I think makes perfect sense. You're digging it. Yep. So you want to describe it? I'll, I'll describe this. Let's do it. This podcast is for high-achieving, high-initiative, go-getter leaders. That's it. People that want to grow, leaders that are inspired to growth, that get kind of a natural high off setting goals, checking off those goals, making progress, making growth. They're okay with the uncomfortableness of the growth zone. They're looking for the challenge, right? They're kind of sitting there going, what do I got next? What can I accomplish next? They're hungry. They want hungry. more. Yeah. And so if that's not you... Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Wait till you're ready, then come on back. <laughs> come on back. We'll take you back. But this is not going to be kind of easy. This is this is honest, straight talk. Mm-hmm. This is the way things are. Maybe they should be to a certain extent. If you're working on your leadership, we're going to consider. Yeah, things to consider. We're going to give you some things to grow and push you to be better, your best for your team. That's right. And what we give you is always going to be practical. You're not going to have any heavy-duty models that takes lots of spreadsheets to figure it out. It's super practical where you could go and implement it that specific day. So give us some feedback. Let us know if that helps. But we also started our mentor a long, long time ago, 12 months ago, saying, what's your target audience? And we've had a recent one kind of bubble up on LinkedIn. You know who you are, who has kind of said, hey, guys, you might want to consider your target audience. (laughs) (laughs) And we knew 9 to 99 wasn't going to work anymore. So we've dialed it in and we hope that it is helpful, those of you who are listening, that you go, oh, I'm in the right place. Yeah, yeah. And I think the mentor will let us know if we are in the right place. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, did we get that one? Did we get it? Is it tight enough? All right, so let's move into mentors and talking about mentors in our lives and in our leadership, mentors in general. So when it comes to mentors, Pepper, do you have one or do you have multiple? Do I have one or do I have multiple? I have multiple I'm out there and I'm talking to different people, engaging with different people, and I'm learning from them. And there's a little bit of skepticism around my approach to this. And can you really have a mentoring relationship with someone if it's infrequent, if it's not face-to-face, if there's not clear alignment on goals? You know, I have some relationships already on LinkedIn And there are people that I would consider to be my mentor. I want to know what they have to say. I want to know their recommendations around whatever it is. It's podcasting, it's leadership. And so I go out and I listen to them and we may have an exchange, but they don't know they're my mentor, but they do know that I'm implementing the things that they've recommended or they've said, here's where I would start or, hey, have you tried this? They know because I follow up. I go back, hey, Thank you for that. This worked. So for me, I have multiple and they may not be this face-to-face, super formal, Mm -hmm. super clear, you are my mentor, I am my mentee type of contract. (laughs) Will you be my mentor? (laughs) Exactly. Will you be my mentor? Check the box. Yes. I love that. What about you? You got multiple? One? None? What do you got? What's funny is I never really stopped to think about, do I have one or do I have multiple? But I started writing them down. And yeah, I do have multiple. 
I have one that's more of a long-term mentor. It's been going on for years. I'm not sure if they're aware. I think they do. Awesome. Because <laughs> I keep coming back. But I did. I, you know, this was, this is, I remember it was like 2008. And I asked someone if they would be my mentor. So it was check the box for yes. <laughs> yes. I need you to check yes or no. <laughs> Because I'm looking for something specific. And I almost felt a little bit guilty asking because it wasn't my boss. And I was looking for something at work where I knew, I knew I needed more. And I knew that that person had what I needed because I was watching them and I had some interaction with them. And I was like, that, that is what just, it's what I want to be. It's, I just feel like they are in the right place to give me the right advice that I needed. And so I asked if they would be my mentor one day, just caught them right off guard. I was like, oh, what'd they say? Oh, me? Me? No, the the answer was yes. And it's been a long standing relationship. And then I have others that are, we mentor for maybe a little bit and then off we go. And some that are informal, that are just online, that I, they don't even know. I just watch them. I listen to them. I follow them. I, I, they, you know, they give some advice online and I follow it. And so I think mentors can be different for different people for different reasons. I completely agree. And there was a point you made that I think is important to highlight because you said in there that you felt a little guilty you were going around your boss. I'm in the camp of your boss shouldn't be your mentor. I think that is right on point. You should be looking for somebody who's outside of your chain of command, your line Mm -hmm. of authority. Yeah, I would. And I completely agree because I can see how that, you know, your your boss really can shape the way you think mm-hmm. and the way you do the things that you do and the way you learn, the way you grow. But going somewhere outside of that relationship can help give you different perspective and either help you see how you're where your boss is coming from and how what they're doing is good. Or it might help you just see things a little bit differently and give you some other areas of growth that maybe not be a wheelhouse for your boss. I'm completely aligned with that. It's just that outside perspective, that other frame of reference or that other lens to help broaden your, just broaden your, your scope. When you're picking a mentor, how do you decide? How do I decide? That's a really good question. I guess for me, like there's a couple of things I'm gonna immediately think about. It's, does this person have some level of credibility? Right? <laughs> do do they, they know what they're, do talking, they know what they're about? talking about? Yeah. It's like, what do they do? What have they done? I'm just looking for something, right, that I can work with and go, this person's been there. They know what I'm experiencing. They're going to help me walk through this. They're going to kind of shine the light. I think the other thing that I'm looking for is will our personalities mesh? That's like, good. Mm-hmm. are we going to like each other for just the lack of better words, right? It's just, are we going to connect? And then I think the other thing I'm looking for is, are they a good communicator? Mm -hmm. Can they help me understand things? Are they interested in helping others? How freely do they share information? So credibility, personality, are we going to connect? And then communication, are they communicative? Do they share what they know? Those are probably the three things that I'm going to focus on. What about you? What do you got? Yeah, I think the only thing I might add is trust, right? Have have I been with them long enough? Have I been around them or been able to observe their behavior long enough that I absolutely trust them? Because a mentor is probably going to be telling you some things to go do, Mm -hmm. right? And so do you trust what they're telling you? Yeah, and building on that, 
do you trust that they'll maintain your confidence? Mm. Oh gosh, yes. Because you're going to share some things, I would imagine. You're going to share some of your dreams or your challenges. and Or your weaknesses. Yeah. (laughs) And how do they keep that between you and them? Will they maintain your trust? That's good. So in your previous story, you were talking about how you formally asked somebody to be your mentor. Mm -hmm. Do you still do that? How do you establish a mentoring relationship now? Does it look any different from the last 10 years? I think that I'll just say, I'll just, I can speak from what I'm getting ready to do. I'm getting ready to ask someone to be a mentor again. All right. Yeah, I am. And so, because I want this one to be a little more formal and I want them to understand what I'm looking for in this mentorship. And I think it's going to, it might catch them off guard just a little, little bit. And so I think that, you know, if I'm calling them on a regular basis, asking them questions, it may be a little weird if I don't kind of throw that out there, that this is really what I'm looking for. And I want them to know that, you know, how I how I see them and how I feel about them and, and all of that. The phone keeps ringing. They're like, mm-hmm. why does she keep <laughs> calling me? <laughs> yeah. However, I'm not always going to do that. Yeah. There are some that are just people that I'm going to observe, people that I'm going to ask questions from time to time. I may work with them on one thing for just a little short time and then move on. Yeah. I will say in my career or in my time, I don't know that I've ever asked anybody to formally be my mentor. It rolls into that over a period of interactions. There comes a time at which we just kind of both look at each other. And I don't even know if the word is ever said, but it's Uh like, you just know, right? There's this, hey, you're helping me. Thank you so much, by the way, how much I appreciate. So I see the value. I, I like your comment about I don't want to catch them off guard. I want to ask them because I want them to know what I'm trying to get out of this. Like, what are my expectations for this relationship? Yes. I think that's powerful. Well, and I've seen you. You know, you're like, hey, you got a minute? (laughs) You start asking questions, right? I can see how that works too. But I'm looking for something for this one, maybe just a little more long-term and some specific things from it. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So have you ever had a breakup? You know what I mean? You find a mentor? I'm like, are we still talking about mentorship? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have not. The the informal ones, I mean, yeah, I've broken up and I've moved on. They never even knew it. But for (laughs) for like the formal, I have not had a breakup. Have you? I've had a breakup. Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> Did you have to go? Well, so, I, so if you don't go, will you be my mentor? I'm imagining you didn't go. You know what? We're done here. We're done. <laughs> I've moved on. This is no longer working. No, no, no. I think, you know, again, I go back to those kind of three things that I look for. And it's the second one is, are we going to connect? Uh-huh. It's sometimes you're just not feeling it. You know, it it feels forced or it feels like you're in this arranged relationship and you're trying, they're trying, everybody wants to try to make this work, but it's not working, right? (laughs) It's very clear. It's not working for me. It's not working for them. And so just slowly over time, the interactions the become love dies and lo- less frequent. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I'm sorry, but I got to go in for this question right You're going here. Going in. Uh, do they know? <laughs> like, do they know you're seeing someone else? <laughs> Where once we used to sit having lunch, maybe I'm sitting with somebody new. Oh, man, that's <laughs> painful. <laughs> They're like, what was I? Chopped liver? 
no, no, no. I, I, you know, I, I think so, right? Uh, you know, I, I think that they, there's some sort of realization that this relationship has dropped off, right? We, we used to have these frequent interactions and, you know, this person was like, hey, help me with this or what are your thoughts on this or do you have any advice for this? And those conversations no longer happen. So I'm certain that that passes through their mind that, oh, I guess I've been replaced, right? <laughs> Which, truthfully, you know, from a mentoring side, you know, I've been a mentor and there's been mentors that were mentees that I've had that that relationship kind of dissolves. And yeah, you do sit back and you're like, oh, I wasn't doing it for him anymore. Right? Uh-huh. You're, and it's just, it's okay. Are you, yeah. I think it works out on both sides. Yeah. And, and they were probably wishing. You, yeah. you were like, like, can we just be done here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. So... That takes me right to what is the recipe for a great mentoring relationship? What are the components? What makes it outstanding? Like thinking about your own mentoring relationships, what was it that you're like, man, that was well worth the time. That was helpful. What is it that makes that relationship great? Man, I'm kind of caught off guard with this. I, the, the first thing that sticks out for me is that it's for you, if you're the mentee, that it's helpful, right? It's helping you move needles. It's helping you grow. It's helping you go where you want to go. And for the mentor, I think that just the the whole being able to help someone, that it's working for them. It's not like, oh my gosh, here comes this needy person again. It's not time consuming for them. It is almost like a pleasure and a privilege to be able to pass on their knowledge and things like that. Man, about- that's Awesome, dude. Really love that. That whole piece of giving back and sharing in somebody else's life and, you know, seeing them grow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. For me, I just boil it down to one word, reciprocity. There's reciprocity going on between these two people. One is sharing. One is learning. And somewhere along the way, for me, a great mentoring relationship. I love this topic. Can you mm-hmm. see like how animated <laughs> I am? But somewhere along the way, learning is shared both ways. Yes. That to me is when like fireworks, the confetti cannons go off because now it's not just one person is kind of take, 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 take. But now there's a little bit of, man, I'm I'm growing out of this relationship too as the mentor. And that to me is when it gets really great, yeah, really good. Because especially when you're getting a mentor from another side of the business, right? You've got a, this side of the business and you're, you've got a wheelhouse, right? You, you come to the table with something that you can share and it's not all take, take, take. And it's not you're coming in like you're just needy about everything. They're just maybe mentoring you on the one thing where you can kind of have the conversation when they're talking about things that are within your wheelhouse. You're sharing back and giving some insight for that. What is key? One of the things I think that is key, though, is the mentee, this is what I always think about when I'm engaging with my mentor, I am always prepared. Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, I'm coming in there, I'm coming in there with a clear, here's what I'm hoping to get out of this conversation. I have some sort of report out that you told me this last time, this is what I did, this is what happened. There is a clear amount of preparation that goes into my interaction with my mentor. Yeah, I think that just goes back to respect and gratitude, right? You're respectful of their time. So you know what you're there for, you know what you're looking for, and you make that really clear so that they don't just, you know, spend their time just talking in, you know, many different circles about a big, broad subject. 
And then on the back end, when you go and do and you report back and here's how it's helping me or here's what I'm doing, it just gives gratitude back to that person for for all that they are doing for you. Yeah, I would agree. The preparation indicates that, right? There's mm-hmm. a little bit of, I see you're trying, I see you're working at it, which then in turn tells the mentor, hey, I respect your time. I yeah. respect what you're doing here for me. Yeah, and you're not wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. So does everybody need a mentor in your mind? Man, I'm I'm just trying to think of who doesn't need a mentor. I think even a CEO, CEO of a Fortune 50 company probably has mentors that are other CEOs or past CEOs that they reach out to and have conversations with. I know my husband's been an executive in another company, and I know he has mentors, people that he talks to. I can't think of anyone that doesn't need a mentor. Maybe people that don't want to grow. There you go. (laughs) I think you're right on the point. The people who are just kind of where they're at, right? And, you know, maybe they say, I'm at a point of my life where... I'm not really interested in sharpening any tool. I'm good where I'm at. But I even think like, you know, you brought up your husband. And from a health perspective, I'm certain he has a health coach. He absolutely does. You know, I can just see people after they've retired out of their work, they find something new for their life. They want to do a triathlon or they want to, you know, be better at day trading or whatever it might be. Yeah, financial, spiritual, emotional health. I mean, there's got to be something. Something. You're not just giving up and laying down. And I can see them reaching out to someone who's been there, done that, and kind of like, hey, help me avoid the major pitfalls. Yeah. Or the landmines. What is it that I need to anticipate as I go and learn this new thing? Yeah. But I'm with you. You ain't growing. You probably don't want a mentor. (laughs) And you don't want to come here. (laughs) And you don't want to come to this podcast. Well, I really loved that conversation. And I loved how we wrapped it up with, uh, you might not want to listen to this podcast if you aren't interested in growing. (laughs) But if you do. But if you do, you like the growth zone, come to this podcast. What I want to know is, what are you doing the rest of the day, Kim? I I have something that's really cool. So I have, I am staying with my cousin here in town mm-hmm. and her kids are in town who have a one and a half year old. Oh. Yeah. And so they're at the house. And so I am going to get to go, you know, have a little baby talk <laughs> and just see a cute, cute little kid. And just, I don't get to be around babies Baby very time, often. man. <laughs> so baby time for me. What about you? That's so fun. There is a new restaurant or maybe it's a bar, restaurant that opened up here in town. And, you know, the last episode we talked about Go Local. I'm all about going local. It's a local restaurant that opened up probably in the last, what, four to six weeks. It's somewhat new. This location, there's two locations, but this location specifically has just opened up, which for me, I'm all about. If you are opening something up in the middle of covid like Kudos I, to that's you. right. I'm I am all in to support and help and get over there and show whatever love that I've got. So I'm gonna go out. My husband and I we're gonna go sit on that patio and we're gonna try some craft beverages. Excellent. And hang that out. sounds like my kind of restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the weather is beautiful outside. We're still not too hot, so it'll be a fun time. Good for you. Good for you. Those of you who are listening. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Who are your mentors? Do you have one? Do you have none? Do you have 10? What you got? We want to know who is helping build your overall growth, your success. Then share this podcast with your leadership friends, with your leadership circle. 
If you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to subscribe. You can't subscribe on our website, but on Apple, Spotify, on all of the podcast platforms, you can subscribe there and that will put us in your feed every week. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. 